Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. The heartbeat of Saskatchewan is agriculture. 620 CKRM is proud to be your voice for everything A. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with your host, Ryan Young. Good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, and it's brought to you by the Arcola Co-op. You're at home here on Highway 13 in Arcola. And brought to you by Mendeco. Talk to your Mendeco dealer or visit mendeco.com to learn more about Mendeco land rollers and tillage equipment. Today, canola and wheat futures were on the downward trend this week. Rare earth element processing in Saskatchewan is beefing up thanks to the Saskatchewan Research Council. And we'll hear from Jordan Hillier of the Saudi area, our latest winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. The farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnston's Grain, your first and last stop for grain pricing and crop protection, and Municipal Hail Insurance, farmers insuring farmers. See municipalhail.ca. Grain markets this week were trending downward. Adam Bacallo, future commodity advisor with PI Financial, started with canola and how it looked for the week. We've seen the July nearby contract kind of head to new lows this week, and the trend is overall lower as well, too. The November contract is sitting around that 650 a ton level, so definitely talking with producers about the kind of the new crop and, and ways to look at protecting kind of their price for what they might be putting in the ground right now. I've been hearing uh, from clients kind of across the prairies. Some, some pretty good conditions, also some dry conditions, so a little bit mixed kind of overall right now. Uh, one influence that I've kind of seen on the canola side here this week is how soy markets have still been in that downward trend with the November soybean contract making kind of new lows as well here kind of this week. Uh, however, I do think that we're going to see uh, kind of that stop of aggressive selling here potentially in the short term. Uh, there are some concerns with the dry weather and the forecast for some areas of the U.S. Midwest. Uh, but many traders see the dry weather as a reason to just suspect that kind of active plantings over the near term. So uh, that's kind of one thing I'm, I'm kind of watching here is to see kind of how the planting reports kind of go. Piccolo says wheat futures were mostly on the downside as well. On the wheat front, on the Minneapolis contract, uh, we have seen, again, a little bit kind of a sideways to lower trend. Uh, the low on the, the July contract was put back in on May 3rd earlier this month. Uh, we are sitting around that $8 a bushel area. And the, the Kansas City wheat contract 
kind of come down from the highs as well too. And Chicago, on the other hand, is actually near the contract lows. So uh, kind of a very strong rally in the U.S. dollar and weakness overall in the financial markets uh, has been spilling over to the greens, I believe. Uh, crude oil kind of still sitting above that $70, but kind of down a, um, kind of this week as well too. And really all eyes is on the U.S. debt ceiling to, to be potentially raised as it could be the first time in history that the U.S. Uh, defaults actually. But uh, chances are the uh, deal will get done last minute, which might just add uh, some positivity to kind of all markets, financial and grain related. In addition to the U.S. debt ceiling, Piccolo says there is another thing he's keeping track of as well to an OPEC meeting on June 4th, uh, potentially having more production cuts, which uh, if that does happen, could actually be a positive thing for the oil market. Um, and that's something that I'm going to definitely be watching here to see how it could influence kind of grain markets going forward. Adam Piccolo is a future commodity advisor with PI Financial. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Prairie 6-Inch. For Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, size matters. See Prairie 6-Inch eaves trough, your farm shop specialist, prairieeavestrough.ca. The Saskatchewan Research Council is taking rare earth mineral processing to the next level. The organization is manufacturing 140 commercial-scale solvent extraction cells at its Saskatoon fabrication facility, which should be done by this fall. The cells separate the ores by taking a liquid called rare earth chloride through a process that then separates them into individual or grouped rare earth oxides. President and CEO of the Research Council, Mike Crabtree, says these extraction cells will be used at SRC's Rare Earth Processing Facility, which is under construction and is expected to be complete by late next year. We're building them in-house and we're building 140 of these and they are about the size of a large SUV. They look like uh, tanks, water tanks, but they have very complex internals that are designed to uh, progressively separate these rare earths. And they will be located at our uh, 51st Street facility uh, as part of the wider and larger uh, rare earth facility that we're building. So they will have their own 40,000 square foot building. And uh, if you like it, if you want to put this as an analogy in, in terms of an oil and gas refinery, they are the central part of the, of the rare earth refinery. Crabtree says these rare earth elements are used in a wide variety of stuff we use today. Absolutely. Rare earths are absolutely essential to modern life. So they're, they're in pretty much everything that we use in terms of electronics. So the phones, iPhones, uh, electric vehicles, wind turbines, computers, control systems. So they touch everything in modern life. So our food production, our production of our clothes, our vehicles, are all controlled or are influenced by uh, products that contain rare earths. And the reason why they're becoming so critical at the moment is because of the um, increase in um, utilization manufacture of things like wind turbines and electric vehicles, which are, of course, essential to the, to the energy transition that we're going through at the moment. Once everything is completed, Crabtree says it will be the first facility of its kind in Canada. 
and likely to be the first facility of its kind operational in North America as a fully integrated rare earth facility. There are two or three other facilities being built in the U.S., but we think that ours will be operational first. So it is certainly first in Canada, one of the very first in North America. He adds the potential economic benefit is there. The monazite itself, which is the ore that contains rare earth, currently is set at about $10,000 a ton as it's, as it's mined from, from sources. And there are no mines yet in Canada, but they will be in the next, hopefully, uh, 7 to 10 years. But it's mined uh, at about $10,000 a ton. Uh, when Canadian mines are in operation, uh, if there was no opportunity to go to the midstream processing plant, which is what we're building, the miners would have to sell that, export that at that $10,000 a ton. By the time it has gone through the processing that I outlined earlier, the first stage, second and third stage, the price of those uh, rare earths can be anything up to $200,000 a ton. So there is a 10 to 20 times uplift in value if we as Canadians not only mine this, these uh, rare earths, but, um, but process them and refine them for, uh, for, for uh, domestic and export sale. The total cost of construct- constructing the cells and the facility is around $87 million. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. Now today's Ag Review with Doug Falconer of GX94, brought to you by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamps Integra Tire in Grenfell, your locally owned Integra Tire dealers. Global grain trader Viterra is in talks to merge with U.S. rival Bungie Limited. The structure of the deal is still yet to be finalized and is being discussed by both parties. Global commodities merchants have built up cash reserves after turning in hefty profits over the past year as Russia's invasion of Ukraine disrupted shipments and has crop prices soaring. Traders like Bungie and Viterra make money buying, selling, storing and processing crops, often capitalizing on supply disruptions caused by crises like drought or war. A merger with Bungie would put Viterra among the top tier of global grains merchants, which include giants like Cargill and ADM, with access to export terminals in the U.S., one of the largest grain producers and suppliers. Canadian beef exporters can expect to regain full market access to Taiwan within the next couple of weeks. International Trade Minister Mary Ng says Taiwanese officials have confirmed the decision, which she hailed as great news for Canadian beef farmers and exporters. Taiwan has had an off-and-on trade relationship with Canadian beef exporters since 2003, when it imposed import restrictions following the discovery of Canada's first domestic BSE case. According to Market Development Agency Canada Beef, as of the end of March, Taiwan was ranked number 10 in 2023 year-to-date among Canadian beef's export markets by dollar value, and number 9 by volume, taking 270 metric tons, worth $2.48 million. In full year 2022, Taiwan took in 1,185 metric tons of Canadian beef, valued at $13.96 million. Two more major ag equipment makers have signed on to a framework that would grant farmers and independent repair shops in the United States reasonable access to the means to repair their machines. 
The Washington, D.C.-based American Farm Bureau Federation has announced it has reached memorandums of understanding with equipment firms Agco and Kubota on allowing the so-called right to repair. The MOUs reached separately with each company follow similar packs the Federation made in January with Deere and Company and in March with CNH, the maker of Case IH and New Holland equipment. The agreements lay out a framework under which farmers and independent repair facilities in all 50 U.S. states and Puerto Rico would be able to access Agco and Kubota manuals, tools, product guides and information to self-diagnose and self-repair machines. The pact also provides for support from the manufacturers to directly purchase or lease diagnostic tools and order products and parts. Farmers or independent repair shops would be able to obtain specialized tools, software or documentation from authorized repair shops on fair and reasonable terms via subscription or sale. Police in Saskatchewan are investigating a situation involving a farm tractor and water over the last two weeks. Bigger RCMP say a Case IH-620Q tractor on the Golden View Hutterite colony had water purposely put into its diesel tank. The water caused the fuel pumps to fail, and the farmers only discovered the water in the tank when the tractor went for service in Saskatoon. Products are available to determine if water is in a diesel tank. Dieselcraft, for example, manufactures a test kit. A user fills a test tube with fuel. If there's water in the fuel, the bottom of the tube will change color. Other products are available to remove water from diesel tanks. Aquafighter, for example, is one. It's described as a diesel tank water absorber designed to remove both free and emulsified water from the fuel tanks of agricultural and industrial machinery, storage tanks, generator and oil heating tanks. The Competition Bureau says easing restrictions on cannabis packaging and adjusting limits on THC and edible products could boost consumer choice, foster innovation and further reduce illicit market activity. It says adjusting limits on POT's psychoactive component would let producers better meet consumer demand and compete with the illicit market. The Bureau's recommendations to the federal government are part of an ongoing review of the Cannabis Act. And that's today's Ag Review. I'm Doug Falconer. It's your agri-weather forecast on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, cloudy, 60% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm, and a high of 18 degrees. Tonight, mainly cloudy, 30% chance of showers and a risk of a thunderstorm before morning. There will also be some fog developing overnight, low of 13 degrees. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of showers early in the morning, a few showers and thunderstorms beginning in the afternoon, and a risk of a thunderstorm early in the morning, some fog developing or dissipating in the morning, rather. Winds from the northeast at 20 to 40 kilometers an hour in the morning, and southeast at 30 gusting to 50 in the afternoon. High of 20 degrees. Tomorrow night, cloudy, 60% chance of showers, low 11. Sunday, partly cloudy, 
high of 21, the low 11. Monday, partly cloudy with a 30% chance of showers, high of 24, the low 13. Tuesday, partly cloudy with a 60% chance of showers, high of 25, low 13. Wednesday, partly cloudy, high of 30 degrees, the low 15. And Thursday, partly cloudy and a 30% chance of showers, high of 29. Normal highs are 21 degrees, normal lows 6 degrees. Sun rose at 4.58 this morning. The sun will set at 8.54 p.m. tonight. Looking around the province in Estevan, 20, Saskatoon and Weyburn, 18, Swift Current, 14, and Yorkton, 16. The warm spot in Saskatchewan is down in Estevan at 20 degrees, cold spot at Collins Bay at 7. In Regina, cloudy, northwest wind at 19 kilometers an hour, humidity at 97%, temperature at 14 degrees, that's 57 Fahrenheit, and the barometric pressure is at 101.6 and rising. In Moose Jaw, cloudy, west-northwest wind at 22, temperature 14 degrees. Once again in Regina, cloudy, northwest wind at 19, temperature 14 degrees. Back in a moment. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers, where you're guaranteed the best buying and selling experience. McDougalAuction.com the federal government announced the creation of the Canada Water Agency this week during a news conference in Winnipeg. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau was there and said the creation of this new agency to address concerns about Canada's fresh water supply was long overdue. The agency will be a hub, bringing together the best and brightest to coordinate our efforts to protect Canada's fresh water. One of the first priorities of the agency will be to update the Canada Water Act. The threats and realities facing our environment have changed since it was written in 1970. Updating this act is about ensuring we have the tools to work with provinces and territories on protecting and restoring shared waters. We're focused on moving forward and taking real action. And to be honest, that hasn't been the approach of every government. For decades upon decades, farmers relied on the Prairie Farm Rehabilitation Administration the decision of Stephen Harper's Conservatives to kill the PFRA was just a bad call. So when we got elected, we made a different choice. Since 2015, we've stepped up to support water management in the prairies and right across the country. And by setting up this agency here in the prairies, we're recognizing the generations-long leadership of people here when it comes to water. The Canada Grains Council issued a news release saying it commends the federal government for creating this new agency, calling it a significant step towards keeping our waters safe, clean, and healthy. You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Ryan Young. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. In Arcola Building Supplies, small town lumberyard, big on service. ArcolaBuildingSupplies.com Last but definitely not least, Jordan Hillier of the Saudi area was our eighth and final winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. He says their farm has been expanding. We've been fortunate the last few years we've had good crops, so we've been building bins and we've been still short of bins, so I guess we're building some more bins this summer the way it sounds. 
Uh, we farm a fair bit of land. It's expanded quite a bit the last few years. We are down to seeding just canola now. So we're about two-thirds done. So I guess another week and we will be pretty all wrapped up. Eh? So I think that's about all I can say about that part of it. Oh, yeah. How many acres are you uh, farming this year? I think around 7,000 we crop. So you mentioned canola is being seeded. Uh, what else do you have seeded in the group? We got two types of peas seeded. We got barley and we got durum. And we'll probably finish up with a bit of oats for green feed. We also run about 100 cows, eh? So okay, we have a mixed, mixed operation too. Okay. So. Gavin keeping you busy this year too? Or? Well, I still work with cattle, but my daughter and grandson do most of the cattle business now. So that's, that's helped a lot. I run the tractor and put bales and that out, but I got the easy job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, well-deserved too, working a long time. <laughs> yeah, I've been in cattle all my life, eh? So. All right, and uh, how, how are the fields looking like out there, uh, according to you? Well, right now they're in excellent condition because we, we actually lost about four days of seeding here about two weeks ago because we had like three days of rain. Didn't get a lot of rain, but it was just it rejuvenated everything, so everything was nice and moist on top. And then like last night we end up with, or early this morning we end up with another four tenths. So the top of the fields are really nice. We got an awful lot of potholes. Like there's some quarters we probably missed 15, 20 acres of seeding. But I guess it's better to have that than to have drought and dust. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and just uh, all the place is covered in dust. Yeah, yeah. It looks a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's green. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's green, that's right. Like, I mean, as you can attest, you look out, the trees are all nice and green, the grass is green, crops are, that have been seeded are coming up, so looks good. Awesome stuff. I uh, just wanted to say congratulations and happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It was great having the crew out. Jordan Hillier of the Southie area is the eighth and final winner of the 620 CKRM Spring Country Cookout. Here's the market updates with Ryan Young on 620 CKRM. Market update is brought to you by Sask Pork, working on behalf of Saskatchewan hog producers in our community. Grain prices at Viterra were up in early trading today. Canola is up $4.80 at $6.86.42 a metric ton. And number one red spring wheat is up $2.48 at $3.52.57. Rest were unchanged. Durham at $4.0780. Feed barley $3.45.61. Chickpeas $10.58.22. Flax $5.41.98. Lentils $7.59.50. Oats $2.20.32. Yellow peas $3.73.66. Feed wheat $2.68.90. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, hard red spring wheat for July is up 12 cents at $8.17.5 a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Voice of Saskatchewan, 620 CKRM. Livestock quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn Livestock, 842-4574. Now, the Livestock Quotes. This is Grant Barnett with the Market Report. Heartland Hot Stock here in Musha. Just under 400 on offer at our Tuesday regular sale. This cow market a touch stronger here again. These good, big, strong cows. 151 to 162. Some of them will bring bigger money than that. The medium cows, the hay-fed cows, greener cows, 138 to 150. These young cows and heiferettes, though, 165 to 195. We did have some break two bucks. Once a heifer has a calf, I call her a cow, and I've never quoted cows over two bucks. Good bulls, 155 to 165. We're selling them to every Tuesday here for the summer months. We're receiving cattle on Mondays from 11 to 7. For more market information, give Heartland Moose a call at 692-2385. This is Grant Barnett reporting. Let's have a great afternoon. 
Now the latest pork prices are at $200.46 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Ryan Young. Now the Resource Report, brought to you by Farm Fresh Water. They'll make your well water wonderful and your dugout drinkable. Get your Farm Fresh Water today at farmfreshwater.ca. And Mazank Fuels, your local branded Petro-Canada wholesaler for over 40 years. Fill up the tank, call Mazank, 306-721-6667. Tech Resources has promoted Ian Anderson to the position of Chief Commercial Officer. This comes as the company continues to work on a plan to separate its base metal and steel-making coal operations. Anderson assumed the position as of May 16th after previously serving as the company's Vice President of Logistics. Andre Stark will replace Anderson as Vice President of Logistics, while Michael O'Shaughnessy has been appointed Vice President of Marketing and Logistics for Coal. More than $7.6 million in funding has been announced for businesses and training programs in Saskatchewan. Dan Vandal, Federal Minister for Prairies Can, was in Saskatoon Thursday to make the announcement. Five businesses will get money to increase innovation and bring their products to new markets, while two training programs will build capacity and bring on more highly skilled workers. Vandal says the money will help create more than 230 new jobs in Saskatoon and across the province. On the markets, the TSX is up 138 points at 19,912. The Dow is up 308 points to 33,073. Oil is up 63 cents at $72.46 per barrel, and the Canadian dollar is at 73.40 cents U.S. And that's the Resource Report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the On Demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. And that's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Ryan Young. Have a nice day. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide.